Well, it is another week. This is Andrew Wood, joined as always by pastor and friend Jason Hayes. And uh, Jason, we weren't here last week. We are back. But we're back this it week. It feels good to be back today. Yeah, yeah we, are, we are back in black. We're both wearing black we're shirts. We're both wearing our black shirts today. Yeah, they even have, both have buttons at the yes, top. Yes, I will note that you are a slimmer <laughs> version uh, of yeah. Andrew Wood that I saw last. And it has been a couple weeks. We've yeah, not been able to see each other. Yeah. Uh, we've communicated and texted and things of that sort. But we have not seen each other in person, and and it sounds like you've been on a bit of a journey that I guess I'm just now beginning to see the fruit. Of. Yeah, it's been it's been interesting. The, so this, you have lost 114 114 pounds. pounds. Yeah, wow, it's shocking. Okay, I mean, I, maybe I'm not wearing, that. I'm now wearing my nine year old's clothes. <laughs> no, so you uh, lost like 15 pounds. 15, yeah, since May 6th, I've been tracking it, and uh, yeah, I've just I've kind of use this uh, this quarantine time as kind of a reset on a number of things not right. just not just health and fitness but uh but mental health just kind of a reset on on my priorities and uh and and I just really felt motivated you helped with that I'll be yep. honest you were you were really motivated and and pushing through and and kind of resetting things Bob Bell here at Joy 620 yep. I think has lost 62 pounds at this point yep. and just really you know so watching these things and my wife has been telling me I mean, probably since we got married. Do you have health? Uh, do you have like family history? Yeah, and so my my dad is on blood pressure medicine, and and uh, uh, how do I say this delicately? Has grown over the years. Yes. And uh, my papa, his dad was uh, was on blood pressure medicine, blood thinner, also had congestive heart failure. Now oh, wow. I lived till he was ninety six. Right. Um, and then my grandma was the same thing. And uh, my grand granddaddy and grandmama, and so yes, very much just kind of heart issues, and right. part of that is southern fried food, yes. sweet tea, yes. a lot of sugar, <laughs> uh, and so that's been a staple in my life. Right. And and my wife has been saying, hey, you know, for a long time, you, you need to, you're you're not getting younger. So right. the way you ate and I've lived, noticed that yeah, specifically right. about you. It's right. Like, wow, he is really yeah. aging. And so the way you the way you ate and lived when you were 18 cannot happen in your mid 30s. Yeah. And so I just kind of thought, you know, I uh I had one 12 pack of Sundrop left, and and when I drank the last one of it, I was like, okay, I'm I'm gonna Man, I'm gonna slow down on that. That is a big move. For big you. big move. And fast food, I've I might as well own stock in fast food restaurants, <laughs> and I've really cut back on that. This morning when I was uh up and and out. Uh, there's a McDonald's close to my house, and I will say it smelled like they were already cooking fries <laughs> at 7 a.m. And I was like, maybe I should just ride over there, just, just to check, just, just to ride check over there. They're making fries on, already. Oh, uh, man. and so yeah, it's been it's been good. And and since May 6th, uh, I checked this morning, it's been right at 15. Way pounds to go! Since May so 6th. does it, is it a little defeating for you? You mentioned that your grandfather lived to be 90. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, you know, so so both of my um my my on my mother's side, both my grandparents and i i am like a clone of my mother's father okay uh, you know so on that side i mean i kind of genetically i look much more like my mother uh yeah. than than my father and then same for her parents and so all this to say both of her parents lived to be in their upper 90s and yeah. and uh same story you know like yep. like Lived out on the farm. Yep. Huge country breakfast every day. You know, I mean, it was, uh, it, it was just not, um, yep. healthy eating. Nope. On the other hand, they also worked, worked on the farm for, ends off, for yeah. hours and they owned yep. a little general store and did that for hours upon hours upon hours every day. And, and so, yeah, there's something in me sometimes that thinks, you know, 
genetically, aren't, aren't I like pretty well positioned? <laughs> I have to... I have used that argument multiple yes, times and looked yes. at my wife and went, Papa lived till 96. Yeah, exactly. And he drank sweet tea with every meal. I was going to ask, so what was yeah. one thing that he ate or drank that was like stood out to you that you're like, man, I want to do that. Yeah, every yeah. single meal, breakfast, lunch, and supper, he drank a, sweet, a glass of sweet tea. <laughs> one glass. He wouldn't have a refill. And then my grandma... Uh, most of the time for breakfast, I would when I was in college, I would go over there a couple times a week, right. just to eat breakfast with them. Big breakfast, uh, I'm assuming. Big breakfast, and it would be fried chicken <laughs> for breakfast with a biscuit. Oh. And, and I was like, now Papa's going to go work on the farm. I'm going to go sit in a classroom. Right. I don't know how this is right. This is going to work for me for the long haul. But uh, but yeah, but you know, my my granddad would get up at 4:30 every morning, go milk. Come back in and eat breakfast, and then go get on a tractor or go go do right. something. And so there was he needed the calories. Yes. He needed that fuel. And and you know if I'd have sat down with my papa and said, hey, I get up at this morning, I got up at six and I worked out. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he would just look at me like I was like, who cares? What are you talking yeah. about? I my my grandmother, <laughs> I can remember again, kind of same story. Uh, um, you know, I mean, she was. Uh, just, I mean, she was just kind of stereotypical for that generation. I mean, she was the one that was like serving my grandfather, you know, big breakfast, big lunch. Right. Yep. I mean, it's kind of yep. that deal, you know, like Same. if I, if I walked out of the bedroom these days and was like, honey, where's just the big breakfast? Just sit at the table. <laughs> Carrie would actually look at me and say, when are you going to work on the farm? Yeah, you know, exactly. That's what she would say. But, uh, the, one of the staples was chocolate gravy. Are yep. you familiar with chocolate I gravy? I am. I was not familiar. My family didn't do it, but Aaron's grandmother made okay. it all the time. So it was always very common, you know, just dump it over yeah. biscuits. And then there would always be yeah. like, so there was like a sweet dish, which was like yep. biscuits and chocolate <laughs> gravy. And then there was also eggs and, yep. and country ham, things of that sort. And so, yeah, I, I tried to not think about those parts of it. I'm like, well... You know, can't I eat those things and still live to be ninety something years of age? But no, no. Yeah, I think not. I think the I think when we look at that generation, the uh, first off, my papa never overate. I guess so. It wasn't like I'm going back to get seconds. It was whatever's on my plate, whatever my grandma put on that plate. Right. That's what he ate. Yes. And it wasn't. I'm not going to go back and get more again. Don't refill my glass. Right. I'm going to get this fuel and then I'm going to go work it off. Right. I think the difference with us is we eat that and then we sit down on the recliner <laughs> what and else? we watch TV and then, and then we're like, I wonder if there's anything. And else then we're like, Do we? Did we get chips? Yeah. <laughs> Let me go look in the cabinet for some chips. And then oh, did we get man. did we get this? Do we have some crackers that, that I could eat? Do we have some Coke? Do we have, yeah. you know. So and, you're telling me that there's a few fast food places in town that are wondering if something's happened to you. Like they're I, worried about I w- you. I will promise you there's a lady that works at the cookout that is probably going, why isn't that <laughs> redheaded dude that looks like Conan O'Brien? <laughs> Because she's called me that multiple times. Oh, uh, in great. the big church van, why hasn't he been here? I is he mad that. at me? I love uh, that. No, I'm just trying to live, and, and so yeah. do better. I'm just so, trying to do better. So you're you're trying to do better. You talked about um, you know a little bit of a reset yeah. when it comes to, of course, fitness, health, diet, things of that sort. But you've also um, you've made another reset. You I bailed have. on Twitter. Is that correct? Or at I, least I deleted it off phone. my phone, which is the. I'm, I still have access to yes. it on my computer, but I don't, I do not look at my computer at home. I never open it at home. I only have it at work. Yep. And so that's going to limit how so much what I'm on Twitter anyway. This? Uh, anger and high blood pressure and yes. frustration. Yeah. Uh, it seems like every news story 
from everybody has an agenda and a narrative that, that is being pushed, whether it's a conservative viewpoint or a liberal viewpoint right. or somewhere in between. And I just, it, I could tell that it was unsustainable. I could tell that I would, I would come home and I would go, Hey, Aaron, did you read about that? And she would go, No. <laughs> and I would go, She's Oh, like, I okay. would like to discuss. Yeah. Our days. Yeah. Or Maybe what our kids, kids are going to go to school in the fall. That's yeah. really a decision that we need to make. And, and so, but, but I would go, did you read this? Did you see that? Did you see that this happened? And, and I started to realize, oh no, this is not healthy yeah. and fruitful. And I, I, I don't have to have a statement on every single thing that, that occurs in this country and in this world. And so, uh, so I just was like, I, I have to do that. And so I deleted Twitter off my phone. And, uh, I'm not much, I don't get on Facebook much. Right. And so that's really not the, that doesn't pull me yeah. in like Twitter does, but yeah. Twitter pulls me in. Well, because and, you're a news junkie. Yeah. And, and it you, pulls you, me in quick. Yeah. You like commentary. Yeah. You like, you know, kind of the ongoing discussion, but I get it. I 100% get it. And that's why, you know, it's almost been a year now uh, going yeah. into my sabbatical last summer. Uh, I just completely abandoned ship on a few of those, and I thought, well, I might come back to it, and I just chose to not go. It's back. exhausting, yeah. it, and and that's the word that I keep using because we we have become an exhausted society, yeah, where we see everything through the lens of social media, yeah, even to the point where now you'll go talk to someone and they'll say, I saw your post, or you'll say, Hey, did you see my post? Did yes. you see what I said about this? Or or before I tell you this, do did you see my post? Cause I'm not going to get into it. Yeah. You, you know, and, and something that I've, I've been thinking about a lot lately is one day there's going to be six or seven people that carry my casket and put me in the ground. Yeah. I can promise you 100% promise you not one of those people will be somebody I met on social media. Correct. I can promise you that. Correct. Uh, now they may be somebody I'm, I'm acquainted with on social media, but I was friends with them before. And I think, for me, I've just been convicted of where are you putting your priorities? Are they in in uh, in a in a fake world, right? Or in the real world? And yeah. it, and it's just a tough thing. It's not saying that social media is all bad. It's certainly not. My Aaron is on social media, but it's not full of news and all that stuff. She's sure. looking at other things. And so, but for me, I know where I'm tempted and pulled to, and it's going to be the things that that are going to anger me and frustrate me. And, and, and even the algorithms, oh, yeah. they do that on purpose. Yeah. They know that. They know that. Yeah. And so, uh, there's been multiple Isn't things. It's always crazy when you're like, I, I, something popped up just a couple of days ago. Uh, I had done a random search. I'm trying to think on, I mean, it was something super bizarre, you know, like, I, I, I don't even know. Uh, I, I can think of another instance that, that I, that I can recall. One was, um, my boys have all gotten into wearing Crocs again. Oh, come Who on. knew that Crocs were back? It's an interesting. Like I wear are, them at night. They at are house. really. Yeah, I do. Okay, so they're back. Yeah. You know, uh, in fact, this time, uh, I guess I, sometime last year, we were going on a cruise um, with our boys, and one of our sons said, some, our oldest son said, "I'd like a pair of Crocs because he needed like a pair of flip flops." Yeah. So then he's like, "Can I just get a pair of Crocs?" And he not only bought a pair of Crocs, he bought a pair of white Crocs. Oh, okay. Wow, that's bold. And, uh, and Carrie was like, qu- quite literally said, I don't know if those are really fashionable anymore, <laughs> Hayden. And we still went ahead and got a pair for him. And kind of, he was at that time kind yeah. of preteen. Now he's 13. And, um, and we went ahead and did it and we got on that cruise ship and it was one, like every lifeguard, every had employee all had Crocs on. And so, anyways, it was time to renew some croc purchases, yeah. uh, meaning, you know, so they're, they're worn out and beat up. So we need to buy some. 
And boom, like for like weeks, I continue. And I'm sure I just did like a quick like Google search. But I'm like seeing like croc advertisements in my Instagram feed. I'm like, what is going on? And so the same thing is true when it comes to algorithms with what have you searched? What data, you know, with what article, um, whether it actually even something you agreed with or disagreed. The point is it caused you to like, it stirred something in you that caused you to click on it. And thus that same type of kind of like either propaganda or that same angle or perspective is that which is being fed to you. And so, yeah, man, which I do enjoy. There are times where I'll pull up YouTube and the ad that pops up is an ad for a political candidate that there is no way in, you know what, that I'll vote for. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, you missed this one. You got this one wrong. You had to spend money so that I would watch it. And there's no way I'm voting for that person. And so every now and then. They, they, they mess up, but most of the time they put something in front of you and you're like, I don't, do I need that? Right. I think I kind of need that. Right. I, I don't want to like, I don't want to slow us down into today's subject and, and I don't want to be too morbid, but you mentioned the people that will be like your pallbearers. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just curious to know, like, is there like a, is there some type of like notification I'm going to be receiving? <laughs> yeah. In the, I, like, I just wanted to know, like, do I, I mean, I, I, again, the hope is that we're both 95 years of nah, age. That's the hope, yeah. But I just wanted yeah. to know if you I wanted to go say, and put something in writing. I will say we can, we can probably do that. There's already, a financial agreement. Already that, already make, know if my brothers are still living when right? I, when I take my last breath, Sean and Marty will be, will be two. Nice. Nice. Uh, Pickle well, was my best friend through high school. Nice. Uh, he'll be three. A little disappointed I've um, not snuck for with sure. out over Pickle, uh, but. Well, Pickles, pickle might as well be a brother. Uh, <laughs> okay, and so, okay. uh, and then, uh, the rest are up for grabs. I mean, okay, we good. can, we can do bidding. Will it require that I have a nickname like Pickle in order uh, to make it into the list? No, not necessarily. His last name is Pickle. That's okay. why we call him that. Uh, what uh, was your nickname growing up? Did you have it one? It was, uh, Suge. <laughs> was that? <laughs> I'm I'm almost yeah. afraid to ask Sugar. on air here. Is there a reason for that? Uh, Aaron's gonna kill me because she didn't want anybody in Knoxville to know that. Uh, yeah, when I was I uh, was a freshman in high school playing baseball, the coach uh, called me a mama's boy, and that it said that I was sweet like sugar, and that's all he said. Man, and from that point on, that's what I mean. I even wrote it on papers. That's what everybody Unreal. knew me as. He would write it on the lineup card. Sugar, I love it. All right, yeah. well, when we come back, we're going to talk about where are our hearts in the midst of all the madness, all the activity, all the events of the last few weeks, and how do we process it? We'll be back. This is good. You know, as we think about it, and we talked before we went on air today that we really wanted this show to be one of our more lighthearted. I feel like the world needs some lightheartedness at the moment. Yes, and that is not to minimize uh, the weight of everything that's going around. In fact, I do want to acknowledge this because I know that um, there's one or two people that actually listen to the show regularly. Yes, you know? that's right. No, I, I, I've actually heard from a number of our listeners. Uh, in fact, before we ended up taking kind of an unexpected week off, and I'm going to actually tell here in a bit about why um, I wasn't in town and thus able to be in studio, and that's why we – um, just did one of our older shows, uh, last Wednesday. Uh, but before that, I had commented that Dominique Lee was going to be joining us on an upcoming show. And that is still going to happen. Uh, Dominique's one of my dearest friends. Uh, Dominique's the pastor of Hope Fellowship. Uh, Dominique actually was at Shoreline a couple weekends ago and we talked about, 
um, all the events that have been occurring, um, the Ahmad Arbery, uh, you know, um, death and then, uh, recent events and then riots and looting. And then we see the things that have happened in Seattle and of course, um, you know, all the other things that are even happening in Atlanta. And so the plan is still for Dominique to come in and to, um, talk about those things in a greater degree and in a way that I think is necessary, in a way that I think is appropriate. Um, just wouldn't work for our schedules again this week. Um, but today we're going to keep it a little bit more lighthearted. I will say, I mean, I feel like you and I are really, really close and I feel like I know a whole lot about you, <laughs> but I'm still a little bit reeling, yeah. <clears throat> even with some of the information that you just gave us during the break yeah. about about this Suge nickname. Yeah. And and you're now telling me that not only was that your nickname, you know, the ball field or things yeah. of that sort, but you're telling me your initial first ever radio show that you ever were a yeah. part of, you went by Suge, am I, I understanding went by, that yeah. correct? I would say this is Andrew Sugar Wood. <laughs> Good yeah. grief. You know, that, that, that is, is so of, solid. Of, think about that though. Yeah. I, that is ridiculous. Is that is, is so solid. No, were you, and, were you like, were you hosting a like, you know, like, I was just, it was 70s, just, uh, no, no, you it was know, just a country, or, country radio. Now, oh, now that kind of does work. Yeah. Country radio. And then, uh, uh, yeah, it was, it was just a, I embraced the nickname cause I didn't have a choice. I mean, when, when, <laughs> when the, when coach Eckhox said that in front of the whole team, right. Uh, and he'd already coached my two older brothers and I knew him really well going into my freshman year. Uh, when he said that in front of the entire team, I just thought, oh, well, you know, he's just kind of, I'm a freshman. He's just picking at me. And then the next day, every player was like, Hey, sugar, what's up? I was like, hold on. This, like, oh, this is not going oh, away. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and, and so I started writing it on papers and I had one teacher, Mrs. Carlton, uh, who said, your name is Andrew. Do not write that on the top. And I was like, okay. Yes, I won't, I won't do that. Uh, that was the only teacher that bucked at it though. But, yeah. uh, but yeah, so for as long as I lived in middle Tennessee, that's what everybody really? knew me. But it was one of those things where if you, if you were close with me, I didn't necessarily mind you calling me that. What, right. what would bother me is people that I didn't really know calling me. Sure. I was like, well, yeah. you don't, you don't know the, the right. history of that. But, uh, but yeah, even when I go back now, Pitt calls me Suge. Uh, you know, my brother every now and then will, will call me that. Uh, there's definitely people still in town that, that that's how they would refer to me. Interesting. So 100%. I have the nickname JJ for, okay. uh, for kind of, I mean, I, I feel like now I was. Is your middle quite, name Jay as well? No, no, no I'm, my just, middle name's Christopher. I don't okay. know. Yeah. JC. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, it's like a Jewish carpenter yeah. uh, from that, right. you know. No, right, no, no. Right. Uh, uh, what a coincidence. That's exactly, yeah, that's interesting. No, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> uh, I can remember when I was a kid, for some reason, some people called me JJ. Okay. And I don't really know why, I don't really know why the connection was always there in my brain. But I just always associated it with the character from Good Times. I don't know okay. if you ever saw the yeah. show Good Times. Uh, and it was yeah. just kind of always in my brain. I was like, okay. Huh, okay. Yeah. Um, but then in high school, uh, I had a couple guys reference to me as Purple Haze. Okay. Like that Prince. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. And I, and, and, and all kinds of other connotations. You uh, have a good and, last name though to just call you by your last yeah, name. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if I really want to have a nickname that's associated with drug culture. Yeah. Probably not. You know, <laughs> not. and so it is what it is. But 
but, but yeah, playing sports, that was interesting, especially baseball. We called everybody by their last name. Right. Everybody. Right. Or their number. Like my brother, while he played, he was 1-3. Did you ever 13. have people, though, that referenced to you by last name that don't have a sports connection and it always felt really weird? Weird, yes. Yeah. yeah. Like you don't even know. Like Why did you just reference to me as yeah. Hayes? In fact, we have one guy in particular, and, <laughs> and maybe he's listening today. I don't know. But he calls uh, in you In our that, church, no? and he references to me as yeah, Hayes quite a bit. And, uh, and it's not like that I'm expecting him to reference to me in some formal, like, pastor, sure, yeah. you know, like, but like, Reverend. I'm like, dude, we didn't just come you off the ball me. field together. Yeah. And he does know me, but yeah. I'm like, we didn't just come yeah, off the ball field. Especially if he's, uh, yeah, I mean, th- those are the things that, again, it goes back to, uh, like, especially like, to me, being in Knoxville, if somebody called me, calls me Suge on a regular, yeah. I'm like, okay, like, this, I'm, first off, I'm in my mid thirties. So I we mean, can, we I, can stop this. I have been considering it in the last ten minutes. Second, since you told me. second, that was kind of a, a Middle Tennessee high school thing. Like when I go back and people say it, I, I welcome it. Right. Uh, Aaron doesn't welcome it as much, no. but uh, but when we moved up here, she was like, please don't tell people that was your nickname because they were going to want to start to call you that, and I don't. You're grown now. Yeah. They don't need to call you Suge. I don't need people calling you Suge or Sugar. Yeah. And, uh, and so I get it. Uh, yep. but it's come up. I mean, I'm, I'm a, I'm an open book, Jason. And so I'm transparent Man. when people ask I feel questions. Like we're, I feel like we're just getting deep into each other's history. Yeah. In fact, so today, I don't know if you, have you noticed what is on my, my you watch ha- You here? don't have an Apple I mean, watch on. My, on. My, on my, on my, or is that not, the new Apple watch? It is not. So I do not have um, an Apple watch on today, which I often wear. Yeah. Um, uh, on my wrist, I'm wearing a Rolex. Uh, a, I'm not wearing a Rolex. I am wearing a watch that was given to me by my wife, uh, when we got married. Oh, wow. Uh, and it is a Swiss Army watch. Uh, and I, I really, really liked it. And it felt like it kind of went out of, out of style a little sure. bit for a while. Uh, and one day I, I just have this kind of little, um, Little container, or I don't even know. It's like a little box. A jewelry box. Uh, yeah, it's not really a jewelry box, but <laughs> I have box. one of those as yes, well. Exactly. It's you know, a manly. It's like a man box. Manly box that jewelry goes in. <laughs> I have it's, one. It's yeah. kind of like that, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna pull that thing yeah, out, and and so I actually you. wore it for like a week while the battery was dead, just as a reminder <laughs> to go and get the battery replaced. And so yesterday. I I uh got a new battery for it and today I'm sporting it. That's nice. And I just I don't know, there's something about the past yeah. that like it really like it's meaningful to me and I I don't really care about my Apple Watch anymore and okay. uh yeah. can I have it? No. Oh, no. Okay. Can't do that. Uh if but. if we are you want to know a little bit something else about me, I cannot wear a watch like that because I have a nickel allergy. Really? And I used to always wear watches like that, and now it either has to be a wooden watch or like I have a like uh, I don't have an Apple Watch, but I have a a, a smart watch. Yeah. But but if I wear one like that, my wrist itches uncontrollably. Really? So I can't wear them, and I so I have a couple sitting um in my box that I put jewelry in. I have a couple in there that I just can't wear. I have a wrist that is allergic to diamonds. And so that is why I don't have <laughs> a, a Rolex, Rolex or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. Cause you definitely would have oh, one. Oh, of course. Of yeah, course. no doubt so, you would have one. Man, oh man. If you weren't allergic to diamonds. <laughs> so today, in an effort to try to speak about a few things that are redemptive, uh, you know, I, as I mentioned, I, um, was not available last week. 
And uh, I want to just tell our listeners why, uh, and maybe it would just allow us to talk a little bit about kind of where both of our hearts have been. Uh, and so I chose last Monday evening, legitimately like 11 o'clock at night, to get uh, in the car on Tuesday morning and to go out of town with my wife and our three boys. They had already planned um, to go out of town. My wife's uh, mom lives in Polly's Island, South Carolina, and uh, their plan was to go and just to spend a few days uh, and just enjoy some time. And so um, I decided very last minute on Monday night to go because I just had to. And we're going to talk about when we come back why I had to and maybe just maybe if some of you are feeling some of the things that I was feeling. We'll be back. This song takes me back. This yes. is a great one. This, this is, is a good one. It, now, can you actually... It feels like there's a rule that says if you're going to sing this, like you can't... You can't drop an octave in this. Oh no! You like have to do everything. If you're going to sing it, you, you have to sing it in just in whatever, however uh, high you can get, just as high yeah. as you can go. Yeah. yeah. Even if it, you have to go falsetto, Here, you just go as high as for you sure. Can go. And here's a question I have, and I know you you had a great cliffhanger coming right. out of the last segment, sure, which is because we're professionals, right? And so we're going to talk about why you went to the beach and, and talk about some of the things that we've gone through. But here's a question I have, and I don't, you may not have the answer for it. Do you have a set of AirPods? Do you have? I do. Okay, so I do too. And and my question is, I was driving this morning, and I was listening to country music, and I was singing along okay. with my AirPods in, because uh, my my van doesn't have an auxiliary. Sure. And so, do you think Siri and Apple's recording that? Me singing, because clear, you know, yes. the AirPods you can talk through. Yes. And so that I was have, I, I was singing, and I I thought, hold on. I don't know if I want them to have this I have recorded. no, um, like I have no actually educated, sure. uh, you know, insight probably a good on guess that. though. Right. But my guess is yes. They record everything. <laughs> well, they might even do something like, hey, we listened to the, to, to this guy for the first week and we determine if we think he's got a decent voice. <laughs> That's right. We and may then, want to offer him a deal. Exactly. And then we just kind of like say, we're going to just keep on rolling from They would on. probably say, right. They would probably say, well, this way Siri can understand you. Yeah. In, in all, in a number of different voices. Uh, but what I think is there's a bunch of Apple people working somewhere. Just giggling. Just listening. Yeah. Because they probably take the music out and it makes it sound like I'm singing acapella and it's probably terrible. Oh, I'm, I'm a hundred percent confident. Yeah. It's terrible. And so, right. so that made me sing a little, uh, quieter this morning because I was nervous. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, I was nervous. But you do not allow them to <laughs> steal your joy. Yeah. You do not allow the machine to steal your yeah, joy. Yeah, that's true. That's Man. true. I should rage against yeah. the machine. That's what <laughs> oh, I should that do. Well played. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, as I was saying before the break, just decided I had to get away. I don't know if you've ever had those moments, yeah. but you know, moments where you're like, I have got to get away, and probably not as much as I had to get away. I would say I couldn't have been. I could not. I've spent four or five days away from my family. Yeah. For me, like, you know, I, I, I just love carrying the boys. I love being with them. Um, we're very, very active. And so we're out and about, but yet there's a side of me that is actually a bit of a homebody. Mm-hmm. Like I just want to be with them. And, um, and I was just emotionally beat up. I will tell you, it has been, um, 
a taxing few weeks. And yeah. uh, again, in in no fashion am I playing the role of a martyr here. Do yeah. not hear me doing that. In no fashion am I asking for sympathy or am I implying that some of the things that I face are anywhere close to some of the things that many of our uh, our friends, uh, whether they're connected to, um, you know, uh, uh, the the black community or whether they are um, decision makers as it relates to COVID. I mean, I, I, I'm not putting myself in the situation yeah. uh, uh, of what many folks are experiencing. But I will tell you, I was beat up. I was beat up and maybe beat up most by seemingly feeling like I just couldn't do enough or I couldn't do something that was right. Uh, meaning it just felt like when it related to COVID, mm-hmm. when it related to um, uh, this unfortunate, uh, you know, I mean, just c- continued uh, revealing of, of what many people want to dismiss, which is the presence of racism in our community or in our, in our country. You know, like it just felt like, I couldn't, I couldn't say the right thing or I couldn't say the enough things or, um, I couldn't make a right decision. And, and, and I, and I want to be very clear to say there's been all kinds of wonderful people, people sure. that have, have offered encouragement, but it, it just felt like either, uh, I was either being questioned, like, why are you saying this or why are you not saying yeah. this? Why are you doing this or why are you not doing this? Why are we being so reckless? Why are we being so fearful? You know, yep. and I just, I just openly felt defeated. Uh, and, um, that is not meaning that I just need to bail altogether on discussions. Yeah. It does not mean that, um, when it comes to fighting for injustice, that we just say, Hey, it, it's not worth it. Um, that, that's, that is not the case. Uh, it is not to say that we just throw up our hands and say COVID never happened yep. and we're going to be reckless from here on out. But I was flat out just emotionally beat up. And I, I wonder how many other of, how many other people in our community are feeling a little bit that same way. Have you had any of that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was telling you as we were walking in, today's the first day back in the office for me since last Thursday. Cause I, we, we've been back to full staff, uh, starting in June and I immediately put days on my calendar. Hey, I'm going to be off because I, I had worked every day during COVID and, and it is, it's exhausting. It's unsustainable. And that's the thing. I think as it, there's times where we feel like, and this is the interesting thing. We were talking about our granddads and grandparents, uh, earlier. I never felt like my granddad felt the pressure to have a statement prepared for everything that was going on. Right. He just didn't. Right. But I feel like in today's society, not just because you're a pastor or just because I lead a nonprofit, I feel like everybody feels right. the pressure that we have to have a statement and, on everything. And in a season like this where events are seemingly, I mean, you can't keep up. Seem, seemingly escalating, yeah, you, you truly do feel like, like, man, I, 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 I can't make another, I, I can't even, I can't even figure out what the government has said on yeah. this COVID deal before a decision or an expectation yeah. or, or uh, a conclusion is expected to be drawn. And then when we talk about all these terrible events that have been happening across our country related to, to injustice, you know, you're like, okay, so boom, here's Minneapolis. Yeah. Boom. Here's Atlanta. 
boom, here's Seattle, which is an absolute hot mess. mess. And, and, yeah. and, and I appreciate what, what some of the folks, even with Black Lives Matter, have said is like, there's a whole bunch of people that are trying to hijack yeah. what we're actually trying to say here, yeah. you know? It's, and then there's other people that they would say, hey, we are in a stronger agreement with the idea that Black Lives Matter, but there are certain tenets of the Black of Lives the organization, Matter organization yeah. that we may not agree with. And so again, it is so complicated that, that, that it just has, it is, it has been difficult. And yeah, yeah I mean, to your point, and like you, you almost feel like you need a publicist. Yeah. You feel like you, you know, like like I, I, do I need to, to someone to be looking at everything that I'm going to say? Or I mean, we as a church, and, and and again, I'm sure I'll probably we'll probably hear um, from some folks, even me saying this, you know. But on on the the day that was, uh, you know, where you saw a bunch of folks on social media were beginning to post black mm-hmm. squares, right, right. or uh, you know, it was kind of like this blackout Tuesday. Well. Our social media manager, who also uh, is uh, a, a staff member of Hope mm-hmm. Fellowship, yep. uh, which is one of the great churches that we planted, a multi-ethnic congregation uh, here in Knoxville. And she works for both groups, which is fantastic and does a great job. She just reached out and said, hey, you know, I, I think it would be good for us to, to, to voice something here. And I was in complete agreement. And so we posted... Uh, a, a basically it was mostly a, a black square image and it said something to the extent, if I recall, uh, listen, learn, love. And I got pushback. Yeah. Like pushback from like, why would we get so political? And you're like, wait. Yeah. <laughs> wait. Yeah. So we, we, we yep. got political with a listen, learn, love statement, yep. you know, and, and that is defeating, you know, yep. it is so absolutely defeating. We've, We've we've had folks that have voiced their opinions on what we should have been doing or shouldn't have been doing when it comes to COVID and and how we've succumbed to the government and they're stealing our liberties or we've 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 stopped doing this because you know you, you can't do this online as much as you could have and, and I mean it, it's all of these things and it just feels to a certain time like you just can't win yeah and I will tell you that man sometimes that is really really hard and again i'm I'm not asking our listeners to have any empathy or sympathy sure. for me uh, uh if you all want to charge me if everyone wants to send me a bill for today's counseling <laughs> session, feel free to do that but I do have to wonder if some folks are feeling the well, same I, way. i think I think they are I think people are exhausted uh and, and I think it it comes out that exhaustion comes out. In certain posts, right. in certain comments. It's the same thing. I had a conversation with Gavin last night. Uh, Charlie, our, our two-year-old, is right in the midst of her two-year-oldness. Yes. And she is into everything. And <laughs> she grabbed She's his... embracing too. She huh? grabbed his color pencils. And, uh, and he said, Charlie, put those down. And the way she responds now is... By throwing them and throwing them out of the box, and yes. she thinks it's hilarious. Yes, Gavin, not so much. Well, yes. Gavin, if you'd have just walked in the room, you would have thought Gavin uh, was shot. <laughs> the, the, he punched the floor. He threw his hands in the air. I mean, he was looking for an Oscar. Yeah, and and I, I said, Gavin, that is not an appropriate response. But it's because he's exhausted. Right. It's because he's tired and he doesn't understand that. But, but he, when you're tired, you do things out of character. You, you, uh, you get angry, you get frustrated. And I think our society is tired and exhausted. Yeah. And we see it on social media. We see it in comment threads. I know folks that have, uh, 
lasting friendships, friendships that have been over 30 years, ended because of one post. Right, right. And, one post. And, and, you know, one of the things that I've, and I've read this several times, and I think it's, it's actually accurate. Okay. So I want to say this. I, I've, 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 and I'm sure there's even some of our listeners that are thinking this today and they'll say, and, and I've read it is, you know, this conversation, let, let's say specifically conversation related to race. Okay. This conversation is complex and it's taxing and it's emotional and it's exhausting. And so if you feel tired, mm-hmm. then how do you think someone feels when sure. they live this for their entire life? And I will say, I think that is a very fair statement. Yeah. With that said, it does not minimize the idea yep. that it is still taxing. And I would argue know? that conversation should happen in person. Correct. Not in comment threads. Correct. Not on Twitter. Not on Facebook. You're, none of that is fruitful. Correct. But it, but let's sit down. Let's have that hard taxing conversation right. in person. That's going to create and bear fruit, I yeah. believe, a lot more than than social media. But we'll talk more when we come back. Yep. Another good one. Another blast from the past. You're the inspiration. Do you love somebody? Sorry. <laughs> that is, that's good. That is, that's really good. Hey, you know, one thing that, that I don't think I've mentioned on air, uh, you know, we have a pig, Hamlet. Right. Hamlet the pig. Which, uh, who should not be confused with uh, a future pallbearer, Pick. That's right. That's right. Which short for pickle. That's right. That is correct. Yes. Now, okay. Hamlet, if Hamlet outlives me, I'm gonna be upset. Yeah, um, yes. it's just I'm just gonna be honest. Yeah, but but Hamlet the other night uh, got sprayed by a skunk. Oh no! Yeah, and so I didn't know that Carnes. You know, Carnes High School was Carnes Beavers. Right. I would write a petition and say it should be skunks because there are skunks <laughs> everywhere. I've not seen one beaver. It seems and and maybe but there's skunks degree, everywhere. If you're thinking about like being like the mascot. Uh, and you're thinking about, or even like something that was kind of like, you know, the, if you're intimidating yeah. to another team. I mean, I would be personally more intimidated and frightened by a skunk. What than do you I want to run? A, if, if I saw a beaver, I would get close to take a picture. If I Correct. saw a skunk, going the other way. Beaver, selfie. Live, skunk, yeah. drive away. Yeah, live your life, skunk. And so we didn't know he got sprayed. We just, we smell skunks often yes. in Carnes. And so, uh, <laughs> so I, I go outside and I'm bringing, bringing Hamlet in the house. Uh, for, cause at night he comes in and I get him in the back door and it hits me like a ton of bricks. Oh and my. I yelled at Aaron. I was like, he's been sprayed. He's been sprayed. And we had to keep him from getting on the carpet because if he'd have got on the carpet, Lord knows. Yeah. It so would have been terrible. For, for our listeners that might just be tuning in today, again, it's <laughs> worth noting that the pig comes in. He does come in. Yeah. And so, uh, finally got him back outside and, and for a week he's been corralled, uh, we we built the playhouse for the kids, and underneath the the main portion of the playhouse, there's like a play area yep. down low with a little picket fence around right. it. So we've corralled him in there, and he hasn't been able to come in the house for for a week because the smells. I mean, you can't really just grab no. him and give him a bath either. No. It's not you can't dump him in tomato juice. No. Uh, and so, uh, but last night, last night he came back in because the smell is gone. Now I would say though, I actually. Would like a little bacon in my tomato soup. Oh, come on! Uh, yeah. So I mean, it's kind of similar. Yeah, there, yeah a it, is, bit, it is. It you is. Know? He, uh, you know, I, I told Aaron the other day we don't live on a farm, <laughs> but when I get up in the morning, I feel as if you live on a farm because I have to feed all the dogs right. and take out the dogs. Big news and the pig. that you are now the keeper of a hooten animal. I am. Yeah, Ruby. 
Ruby, a 13-year-old golden retriever. She's amazing. Yeah, our, our dear friend Chuck Hooten. Uh, is doing some travel this summer. Yeah, so and, we adopted, uh, we adopted and their so dog. they are now, the woods are now the, uh, caretaker and now really the owner. Oh, right? yeah, she's yeah. ours. Yeah, yeah, she's, and she's great. Uh, th- I'm telling you, if you're looking to get a dog, but you're not really wanting to go through the puppy phase, this is the way to go. Yep. She's completely house trained. She's calm. Chill. She yep. doesn't jump because she, you know, she's Can't. old. And, uh, she's great. She's gorgeous. Her, her color and my hair color. Exactly the same. Really? Yeah, exactly the same. That's all the kids kept talking about. I would about. say, I've, um, if, if anything, I'm a little nervous about this kind of health kick that you've gotten into. Because I felt like that you kind of had that going earlier for you. Like, it was kind of <laughs> like, when I'm around Andrew, he's going to be chill. He's going to be laid back. Yeah. He's just going to be kind of dialed out, you know. And now that you're super fit, I, I mean, what, what's going to be? I, I mean, is it gonna, are you going to yell at me every I week? Mean, I mean, probably know. what's going to happen is next week I won't have a shirt on. <laughs> During the show. <laughs> I might need to go back to the beach. In fact, that very thought may send me back into yeah. the tank. I, uh, I don't know. I, you know, we joke, we, we have, uh, we joke sometimes about people that are fit in, in Knoxville that you'll see mowing their yard, you'll see out, yeah, and you're like, yeah. do they even own shirts? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, my if goal is to be that, that guy. guy. My goal is to be that guy where people are like, does, does he even own a shirt? I'll be looking for a new host <laughs> if you, if you become that guy. First so. off, I, my pigmentation. <laughs> Cannot is, allow that. is so 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 white <laughs> that the shirt has to come uh, with, oh, with me. It is. Oh, uh, it just. I, I even googled the other day freckles because uh, during I've been wearing shorts more lately, and the um, overnight the amount of freckles that pop up on my legs yeah. are insane. Oh, yeah. And what it says about freckles. It's a way of your skin saying we're doing everything we can to protect your skin, but this is all we got. <laughs> and so it's not even it's not even like we're We've gonna tan your options. body. It's like look, we're we're really trying. We have completely- But you're gonna have to stop getting in the sun. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> and so, I never knew that. So. so today, as we wrap up the show here, I would just say, uh, if we can again try to offer anything that might be helpful to you today. Um, one, just know that if you're feeling a little bit beat up, you're feeling a little exhausted. One, you're not alone. Nope. Uh, but also, I would just encourage you just to not keep all that pent up, you yeah. know. So if you need to go and talk to somebody, you know, reach out to your pastor. If you need to connect with a neighbor, go and sit down and have that conversation. Even if you want to talk about some of these really heavy issues. In fact, it's really important that we do that. Mm-hmm. But do it in the right channels. Don't always try to dialogue through social media sit down have face-to-face conversations go see a counselor if you need to push the ball forward let's advance the kingdom let's honor jesus and let's love each other well amen we'll talk next week